Martial arts without making you sound in a tight. No, I just did it for the joke. Oh, okay, well, I was just fair. saying. I was trying to help you achieve. There's no your way dream. I can be a ninja. No, I'm no. not light-footed at all. Um, and you'd never get up early enough to do the training. Exactly, it wouldn't but happen. I reckon I could sneak in somewhere. I think you've got to be pretty good. Ah, I could sneak into a medieval castle. You think? Yeah, I'd use a hang glider. Which really they haven't got angle. Yeah, but I would because I'm travelling back. I have the benefit of future knowledge. Don't well, I? Although there are rumours, well. although it's it's I think somebody proved it to be fiction. But for years there were rumours that ninjas did use a, a makeshift hang glider that was like they would just unfold it from their person into some sort of shape, throw it up into the air. The wind would take it. And away they would go. So it was more of a but kite then than a hang glider. Kind of, sort yeah. Sort of a more but badass Mary Poppins. Yes! Yeah! But apparently it's bollocks as well. Uh, but uh, those things would have been made of paper and like, mm-hmm. so they're not going to, you know, and they didn't pass on their, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but yeah. they didn't pass on necessarily their techniques. So we don't fucking know, but uh, we're going to discuss all that. they too close to the sun, guys. I, I mean, I don't think these kites were that good. And I think they'd have let go before, like... <laughs> when they got a bit too high. <laughs> when he went above the, like, 500-foot trees. Well, he the Japanese. Yeah, he would, yeah. No, he's a ninja. But the sun would throw him out before it sizzled him. Maybe there are ninjas in space. What? Space ninjas. There's space ninjas I'm down for. Hmm? Put fucking yeah, anyway, any, any word after ninja. space. I suppose kind of. No, they're more like samurai. Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, they? yeah, good point. Um, no, the Jedi wouldn't assassinate anybody. Yeah, it's more they? the dark side, isn't it? Yeah, it's the a dark bit more, side of being ninja. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A bit, it's, it's a bit more of a bounty really. hunter. It's a bit like a Jedi who never quite qualified, who's got a lot of the skills, and just wears a mask and does sort of kills for hire. Bounty hunter, basically, yeah. Well, Mercenary. That could be interesting. Well, they they basically were, weren't they? Yeah. They did well. Maybe not bounties, but I'm pretty sure a warlord would uh, more than likely went, hey, listen, this fucker owes me a lot of money. I'm never going to get it back. I want him dead. Get me on, ninja. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's do, uh, let's thank some new and returning listeners. Westminster. Wow, the seat of power in the UK. Some someone's listening to us. Some cunt from Westminster. Cesspit <laughs> of whoever you are, fuck off and don't listen again. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep listening. Tell your friends. Let's even get a mention in Parliament. I don't know. They might learn something. Yeah. Paris, France, uh, Edwardsville, Kansas, Buffalo Grove, Illinois, Bucharest in Romania, Singapore, Berlin as well, Belo Horizonte in Brazil. Hyderabad in India, Helsingborg, Sweden, thank you very much. San Jose, California, Spring Valley, New York, Amsterdam, New York, Stuttgart in Germany, Oshawa in Canada, 
Ashawa. Somewhere in the Philippines. Anyone want to take a stab at that one? Mandy. Mandali Ali Young. Close enough for me. Telford. You don't want to get any of that on the end of your day. Telford at number 19. Where are you, Telford? It's our hometown. Well, uh, London, Toronto, uh, Cuisin City in the Philippines, thank you. Paterna in Spain, Brockton, was MA? Massachusetts. Massachusetts, Little Rock, Arkansas. Yes. Yes. You got it. Benton, Arizona. Oh, I don't know. Is AR Arizona? No, it's Arkansas. Is it Arkansas? You were right the first time. Oh, man. I know, but I was AZ's just. AZ's Arizona. AZ, yeah. Uh, Griffin, Georgia. Yep. I know that from The Walking Dead. Shady Nasty, New York. Slipped to second at Indianapolis Indiana. in Indiana. Yeah. Wow, that's a new one actually, isn't it? Yeah. We've had them before, but hey, welcome back. Thank you for listening. Indeed. Big in the US and Australia. That's a new one. Welcome, convicts. <laughs> <laughs> and I just killed the Australian yeah. citizenship. Well, they're just going to call me a man. Our biggest fan is from fucking New Zealand, isn't he? Our first, he's like, a Kiwi, he's different. Our yeah, first regular fan. He well, wasn't sent over there to build prisons to be locked up in. They're not fans, they're listeners. I think calling them, <laughs> calling them fans is slightly delusions of grandeur. Yeah, <laughs> Why can't we have delusions of grandeur, damn it? <laughs> because they're classed as a mental health issue. Are they? <laughs> yes. They're symptoms of many, many different mental diseases. <laughs> you may need to go see a doctor. <laughs> you may just figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> You've been telling me for years. <laughs> but it's suddenly... <laughs> well, why didn't no one tell me properly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we really should make that feature. We need to reach out to a, a genuine psychologist. And get them to listen to our show like several episodes we'll pay them and then give us a breakdown of all three of us like a, a professional opinion <laughs> and we'll read them out that could be fun also upsetting yeah but, mm. anyway yeah you put know. yourself in ben um, <laughs> should we do the news yeah, oh did we explain how the show goes yeah we'll do a, we're gonna do weird news first this is some weird shit we've had on the net that we think is fairly amusing or triggering for gaz <laughs> That'll take 20 minutes, half an hour, and then we'll get on with the main cut and thrust, which seems appropriate this week. Ooh, Ninjas. Yeah. Cut and thrust. Would it be more like... That's true, yes. If you didn't hear that, I was being silent and deadly. Mm. Ninja. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So, all right, what's the first bit of weird news, Mike? All right, do you know the Russian Popeye, the one who injected oil into his biceps to make himself look ridiculous? Yeah. He's had, having his rotting triceps removed <laughs> after God. injecting himself with oil to look more muscular. He looks like, the thing is, though, this guy's, like, skinny, but then he's got ridiculously huge arms. He is, literally looks like Popeye. It's incredible. I hate talking about this guy. He makes my stomach turn. 
That's why I put it in. Deserves everything he gets. A surgeon has removed lumps of jelly and rotting muscle from the bulging arms of an ex-soldier who wanted to become a real-life Popeye. Shoot yourself now. Bodybuilder Krill Cherishin, 23, was warned he could die or have to go a double amputation if he didn't get rid of his ludicrous implants. I mean, what a maniac. Yeah. Certified. It's not even... He's got Hulk Hogan arms... Don't you sully the name of Hulk Hogan. For the li- if the listener hasn't seen them, we can, we're not painting an accurate visual picture. They, they, they're horrific. Just Google him. It's not normal arms. Whatever you're thinking of, big muscular arms, it's not that. It's, not it's that. like he's put deflated footballs into his oh. biceps. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrific. Oh, my God. You seen that picture there? I'm not looking. It's like a big fatty tumour, isn't it? That he's yeah, lovely. I mean, it's, a, it's literally the size of American football. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He needs two hands to hold it. Dr. Dimitri Meinkoff is now extracting pounds of flesh and the petroleum oil the Russian injected to bizarrely bulk up his triceps and biceps. Holding one massive three-pound lump taken from one of Tereshin's 24-inch arms, he said, here it is. Scar tissue with fragments of muscles. Tereshin, who has received international attention for his fake muscles, will now undergo the knife at least three more times. He was persuaded to undergo urgent treatment by Alana Marineva, 32, a leading campaigner for victims of botched plastic surgery. He is a failed MMA fighter. We mentioned in the week he had these, one of the shortest fights in MMA history. In one video, he's seen asking the surgeon, How many muscles have I lost? <sighs> Save your life, you daft cunt. Menikov from Senchov, Russian, um, Senchov, Moscow State Medical University, earlier warned him he could die if the dodgy implant stayed. Leave him in. He needs serious, serious... Psychological yeah. help. He, he needs a bullet to the back of the head. <laughs> Should we move on from him? Well, he just needs to gym a bit more. Mm, I don't think he's going to be able to... Once they get all that shit out of his arms, he's going to have two floppy, useless limbs. Yeah, the muscle will grow back. He's going to build it very, very, very slowly, isn't he? Are you, are you a surgeon? Do you know that for... He said what he was but taking if, out if, if they fragments. That, if they thought that he was just going to have two floppy arms, they'd just amputate. Mm. Mm, there must be a hope he can, they can save the arm, so he's going to just I have just, to... I just think... Working out might be. Yeah, I'm not saying he's gonna start ambitious. hitting the gym immediately, but he's gonna have to start to stop moving. His, his arms, arms gonna keep him more fucked up than they do now. But mm. anyway, who's next? Fuck him. I don't like him. Dummy blows up his own lawn after trying to set oh, a cockroach on fire. Have you seen this? <laughs> yes. I haven't. This is fucking hilarious. Gonna pause it and I'll show you the video. Yeah. All right. So tell me. I've, I've just watched the video. <laughs> I haven't seen it, and it's impressive. So um. Go on, Mike. Tell me, tell me what happened. When insects invaded his garden, Caesar Schmitz decided to try to get rid of all of them by basically setting fire to their nest. Luckily for us, it was all captured by his home security video, which shows which shows the explosion followed by him throwing what I assuming what I am assuming are matches. I would have just used a, fl- a flamethrower, but matches will do. The ground literally shoots up, sending huge chunks of turf to the sky. As a garden table makes it way, makes its way through the air, and the two dogs go running for their life, straight out of America's funniest video. This man must have gotten a heart attack and an earful from his wife, that's for sure. As to why he wanted to get rid of them, well, one, they are gross, and two, his wife complained there were a lot of them invading the garden. Since she's scared of them, he wanted to destroy the nest under the ground once and for all. 
He did attempt to use a poisonous bug spray for killing beetles, but the spray allegedly drove the cockroaches out of their burrow. So desperate as ever, he decided to light a match and set fire to the hole. Oh, and he also threw in a cap of gasoline, you know, for good measure. <laughs> well, he must... Oh, yeah. It took his lawn up, though, I'll give it that. <laughs> and that's like, pretty a, a minor blast, isn't it? I mean, that's... Wow. There was flammable methane gas with uh, insect venom in the air already and on top of the pile. Uh, and he added gasoline on top of it. Wow. Exploded. <laughs> There you go, Margaret. I got rid of the motherfucking cockroaches <laughs> for you. And it's, the lawn. It's impressive. The lawn's gone. I'm glad the dogs are okay. I bet the cockroaches are dead, don't they? Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that saying? Sledgehammer when you need it. A sledgehammer to crack a nut. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's, it's a good job, and I've learned something, because I've just got the old deodorant can and a lighter. <laughs> Probably died in that scenario. I've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, but we learn from other people's mistakes. That's yeah. the way we learn. He's lucky it didn't blow up one of his dogs. <laughs> one of them is very close to the blast site. Yeah, I think they both fleed into their, the little shed kennel thing they've got. With their sand. senses, they felt the rumbling. Yeah, like, oh, you don't want to do that. And they could probably smell the methane, actually. Yeah. They were like, this fucking stupid two-legged prick. <laughs> they like, you know, they're just like, oh, don't do that. You don't want to do that. No. You really don't want to do that. Oh, get in the kennel. He's doing it. Well, <laughs> uh, well God loves a trier. Doesn't love me. I'm not trying hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to try hard it's enough. It's a simple system. <laughs> if I'm trying to try hard enough, so I'm trying. I think you need to try harder to look down on the people below you. Uh, to elevate it is you. me just wanting a fair and equal society. To elevate your own sense of self-worth. I mean, there's a saying that says, blowing out somebody else's candle doesn't make yours burn any brighter. However... I disagree from a pure physics standpoint. <laughs> if their candle's out, mine well, is. Well, for you. <laughs> Yours is brighter, yeah. Woo! So, yeah, you know, look down at Will. Might join your court after all. <laughs> ah, yes! <laughs> <laughs> right, what's the next news story? Inventor of sour toe cocktail dies and donates all ten toes to hotel bar. Have you ever heard of this, guys? We've seen this on some sort of video we've watched as a toe, a natural toe, isn't it? It was, it was in the QI bottom. I saw it. Right. So, uh, more than 9,000 people have tried the drink. but 90? 90,000, sorry. But patrons face a $500 fine if they accidentally swallow the toe. Which has happened before. Mm. Oh, God. It's a pickled toe. Ew. I feel gross. The inventor of the notorious sour toe cocktail... A shot of whiskey in which an amputated, mummified human toe, Bob's, has died, donating all ten of his toes to the bar at which he at which the drink became famous. Yeah, okay, I, I get the. Dick Stevenson. Oh, <laughs> it looks like a dick as well. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> dick Stevenson, known as Captain oh, Dick. That's a great. Name. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Captain Dick. <laughs> Captain Dick! <laughs> no, what if it's like Captain Dick? Like, oh god, here he comes. Great porn name, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, but what if he's just like <laughs> Captain Dick because he walks up and he's like, you know, like, alright, Captain? He's like, your mum's a fat cunt. <laughs> they, right, they, Captain they, Dick! Yeah, and then he pisses on your shoes and slaps you in the face, <coughs> steals your phone. 
You're such a dick, <laughs> Captain Dick. Well, let me go overboard, won't you? <laughs> you fell overboard, Captain Dick. <laughs> he came up for the idea for the libation in 1973 after buying an old cabin and finding that the previous owners had left behind a jar containing a preserved toe. He decided to garnish a beer glass filled with champagne with it, but later changed it to a shot of hard liquor after an elderly patron said she didn't mind the toe but couldn't stomach so much champagne. <laughs> the drink has since been served to around 93,000 customers at the downtown hotel bar in Dawson City, Yukon, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, fuck you, buddy. It's one mining more. town, isn't it? <laughs> it's gotta be. You can drink it fast, you can drink it slow, but your lips must touch the toe. Mm, that you. is the only rule, apparently. Mm. Hey, you can drink it fast, eh? You can drink it slow, eh? But your lips must touch the toe, eh? But what are they going to do if you <coughs> don't touch the toe? Because the Canadians aren't particularly hard, are they? I don't want to drink this toe drink. Fucking toe jam and whiskey. Um, <laughs> Dixie Stevenson said, A father who ran boat tours on the Yukon River until his retirement was a publicity hound and the drink brought him the most fame of anything he's ever done. Oh, so he was a genuine captain? Mm. Mm. Well, you've got to call him captain then, haven't you? And he's donated his toes. Oh, that, if you... This guy, he looks like Captain, Captain Birdseye. <laughs> Captain Birdseye, yeah, Captain Birdseye. I'd call him Captain Dick, without, without the irony. He looks like, like diddling kids the fucking, He looks like the fucking Poundland version of Captain Birdseye. <laughs> <laughs> the <does>. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's on a fucking mobility scooter. You In that see, photo, he's retired You wouldn't see point. Captain Birdseye on a fucking mobility <laughs> scooter. Cloning him to have a younger body. Come here, kids! Get your fish fingers out Why the basket on the front of me. Of children is a question we need to take away. Like Captain Dick wasn't. Well, no, he was giving people a fucking drink with a dead guy's toe in it. <laughs> he was much more normal, wasn't he? What? That's giving a, some drink with a dead man's toe in it is more normal than sailing the seven seas with a crew filled only with children. Well, and you're the only adult on board. And you're feeding them your fishy fingers. Yeah. <laughs> you got filthy minds. Have you heard of the scouts? I, I, I think the toe is more normal. I, I don't know. It is. If you gave me the choice of sending my kid away with Captain Birdseye for a little holiday or drinking the toe drink. Bon voyage, kitty! Really? I ain't drinking no fucking filthy toe drink! You're gonna touch it! You're sending your child off to certain abuse? If I have to choose between the two. Oh, you don't know it's certain abuse. You're Cliff Richarding, Captain Birdside, and I won't have it. You've got no evidence you did this to Alex Jones as well. Not everyone who's famous is a nonce. Just a lot of them, okay? Not all of them. I'm just saying, I think it's strange. It was the only adult on a sailing ship full of child sailors. Who buys fish fingers? Parents and single people. (laughs) I used to eat a lot of them back. Well, it wasn't even about being single, it was about being a student. Yeah, fish fingers and beans on toast. I used to love a sandwich with ketchup. Just simple fish finger sandwich with ketchup. That was my. it was my go-to for many years. And if I was feeling a little bit more wealthy, occasionally would treat myself to the odd chicken finger. Ooh, Ooh, I, like I, chicken. Do, I love a chicken finger. Mm. I love a chicken burger if I'm feeling Oh, I do like a chicken burger. Yeah. Mm. Wow. 
<laughs> That's mid- a middle-aged yeah, conversation. Well, now now we've told the fucking conspiracy, hardcore conspiracy audience who've tuned into us for the hardcore weird shit that we talk about, man. They now know that we love a fucking fish finger sandwich. Well, I would advise our American listeners to try it. They may not be aware of the, the glory that is of the fish finger sandwich. I don't know if it's a uniquely British thing. What a oh, oh, any listeners anywhere, try a fish finger Can sandwich. Can you imagine that... The tragedy of modern America. You've got mass shootings, but no fish fingers. Oof. What a world. Wow. Dystopian nightmare. Goes like threads. Have a nice day! God, imagine well, we love our American listeners. Imagine surviving the nuclear holocaust and then realising one day that there's never going to be a fish finger sandwich. That would suck. You know what I noticed today? I went Christmas shopping. A lot of Donald Trump themed sort of gifts like sort of tongue in cheek kind of like a a Donald Trump duck rubber ducky for the bath like a rubber duck with a suit on and Donald hair I've seen the Donald Trump toilet brush (laughs) wonderful (laughs) I get that and the Donald Trump toilet paper I've got the Donald Trump annual at home which I found in a charity shop we were going to give that away to a listener wasn't we with the Donald Trump annual because it is it's not like a pro it, it is a piss take of Donald Trump. When I was a bit disappointed actually, because when I bought it, it was under the impression that it was like a real thing, like you know, for his supporters, the Donald Trump album. Yeah. And then when I realised it was a piss take, I was like, no, oh, this is less funny. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it would have been funnier if it was a, an actual annual yeah. <laughs> pro Trump. <laughs> Yeah. Donald's best put downs 2019. No, I like to think that every picture. He died like a dog. A picture of him doing something, so one he'd be making prayer, <laughs> the other he'd be golfing, one he'd be sat behind the desk, one he'd be sat behind the desk holding the basketball shooting toilet rolls That's into the it, crowd. Yeah. And then like a little description of what he did that month and a, a photo from each In month. Burger King, McDonald's, mm. yeah. KFC. Because three months out of it would be golfing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just in a different country. Mm. The rest of it's in fast food restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Or tweeting with or watching Fox News. <laughs> Fox and Friends. Or, or he, taking he speed. He had a mishap on Fox and Friends, didn't he, this week? Well, he shit himself. No, no, he, <laughs> he, he, he did a phone interview and I can't remember what he said. He messed up somehow. He, he was about the impeachment thing and he had this Freudian slipper. He said he had done shit with Russia and or had done stuff in the UK. He's already and he admitted it. Retracted it. He's already admitted it, isn't he? He just doesn't even understand what he's saying. No. They always say about Waste of time, that impeachment. You don't think it'll work? No. Republicans are going to vote it down, aren't they? He's going to be president forever. He might well There's be. a theory that it's a, d- a tactic to distract the voters from Bernie and Elizabeth Warren. Interesting. He's going to change the law so that you can become a forever president. He's going to be a Morton Joe from Mad Max, Fury <laughs> Road. That's uh, what's... He's going to get voted in because cunts... Love him because he gives them license to be cunts. They're like, finally, we someone represents us. The cunts. Yeah. You've got yeah. about it. It's literally a battle for the soul of the nation. And they as love he, him. As is here. And yeah. he's winning. If you do live in the UK and, you know, you've got an election coming up, you don't vote Tory or Brexit pie. Eh? Just, you know. I doubt there's many Tories that listen to this. Well, you never know. Just use your head a bit. You know, vote for Count Binface. In Boris's constituency, you live in Boris's constituency. Yeah. I don't think we've got any. Have you heard the, the story behind that? I was slightly. I went and down. He changed his name. I went down the rabbit Buckethead. hole. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. I went down the rabbit hole, and it was interesting. 
ish. Okay, so Lord Buckethead. That's it. Darth um, Vader wannabe. Turns out, Lord Buckethead is actually a character. Yeah. From an incredibly obscure, like B movie called Gremloids. Right. Yeah. Which is completely a bit forgotten. Like space balls in it. Yeah. Kind of thing. But completely forgotten. Director DVD. Bit of a cult underground thing maybe, but nothing major. I've so, heard of it, but I never seen. So it. Count Benface. I watched a, about thirty seconds of it on YouTube is the other day during my research. So Count Binface, or Lord Binface, wasn't it? Was it yeah, Lord, Lord Binface. Buckethead. Buckethead, sorry, yeah. Oh, Lord Buckethead. Lord Buckethead. <laughs> Who the fuck's Lord Binface? That's his new one. I'll get onto to. that. Ah. I'll get onto that. So, Lord Buckethead. Some guy just used it as a laugh to stand in local elections without asking anyone's permission, even though it is technically it's a copyright character. Then that guy retired, and years later, somebody else started doing it. All right. Yeah. A different person in a different constituency, same costume. He tends to stand wherever the PM is. Mm, yeah, so he, he was next to Theresa May last time. Yeah. He's going to be his Boris this time. So he decides because he wants to do more with the character kind of thing to apply to the guy who uh, who owns the copyright. And that guy decided like, nah, you can't use my thing, even though I haven't thought about it for like thirty years. You've just reminded me of it, and it's mine. What a cunt! So you can't have it. So this guy was like, shit. So he just invented a new one. And where, what, what did I say? Count Binface. Count Binface. Lord, Lord Binface, I think yeah. he's and the I, Lord. I'll try and find it for you quick, Mike. I actually think it's a cooler-looking costume. Mm. He's basically got a bin on his head now. And it's the same thing. It's the same guy who stood as... Yeah. And he's m- mocking, um, mocking the system, basically. Well, that's the same as screaming Lord Such, isn't it? You know, the old Monster Raven Looney yeah. Party. I quite like it. It's very British. But I like the new costume. And he's standing against Boris. He is. Which should be fun, because we're going to get the visual, aren't we, like we got last year? Poor old, not knowing what to do with herself, Teresa, having to stand next to this fucking lunatic. And for the (laughs) listener, if you haven't seen it, Google it. When we say he had a bin on his head, or a, a bucket... It was a ten foot tall bucket. <laughs> it wasn't Just, ten foot tall. It was, but you know what I mean. It was like four foot tall. A comedy. Foot tall, no, two foot tall, there's yeah. no such. Nobody has a bucket that long. Yeah. It, it was, was magnificent. Even like magnificent. one of the knights who say knee. That's what always. Yeah. I always thought of him as. I mean. Yeah. I'm just yeah. I knew it was some something. I I couldn't remember the title. Gremloids was it? Gremloids. Yeah. Here we have. Yeah, pretty good. I think it's a cooler costume. I don't think it's cooler. I I like it. It's it's got a bit of Robocop-ishness to it. It's literally... It's a bit more of a robot face on that one, though. He's now a man in a suit with a bin on his head. He should be called Binny McBinface. (laughs) He would (laughs) get the vote if he called himself Binny McBinface. And the headlines Lord Binny McBinface. (laughs) So it's the battle. It's Boris versus Binface. Yeah. Let's go Binface. He's got my vote. Even though I can't vote, can I, in the local... You can't vote for him now, not unless you move to his uh, area. That'd be worth it for a week. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the news? That's the news, let's call a quick break. Alright then, so ninjas. A ninja is, or was, still is kind of a way, because there's still people who practice these arts out there, there is two. Mm. There is a shortage though, isn't there? Well, there's a news got, article about it. Yeah, they've only got to actually um, two... Uh, masters now, who can, or people who can call themselves masters, and they mm. kind of dispute one another as to who's the superior master. <laughs> and they both uh, well, said that obviously the one, me. The one thing they have in common is that they said they will not train mm. to anyone else. Well, they so. have two things in common: black pajamas. 
very true. And the fact that they won't train anyone else. Or does one of these schools have bright blue pyjamas and the other has bright red like in the movies? Because how else do you tell them apart when they're having a massive fight on a rooftop? That's very true. Or one would have like a black and one would have a grey. Yeah. Maybe. Or some have a headband. Or a dark blue. Mm. Batman wore dark well, blue apparently, at night. And he's a ninja, technically. I'll give you my first fact. I think it's a fact. That apparently, it was quite hard to make black back then. Black dye. Probably was, yeah. And it was probably much more likely to be dark brown or dark blue. Mm. So, But yeah, still dark for under cover of night. Oh, yeah. Um, they were a covert agent or mercenary. Mm-hmm. In feudal Japan, which was about 1185 to 1600, this period of instability. You have to tell me a bit about this because my only understanding of this is, right, there was no real government and everyone was at war and there were warlords in different regions, just lording it over whoever they wanted, and it was basically sounds like chaos. Pretty much, yeah. You've got an emperor, but he's emperor in name only. Okay. What you have then are these sort of seven clans or di- uh, uh, who were led by a guy called a Daimo. Right. He was like the head dude, the warlord. Mm. And they have their territories and they all want the position of Shogun. Right. Which is the guy that really runs the country <laughs> in the Emperor's name. Because no one can decide who should be it, right. they all have a big war and it lasts from sort of 1185 to 1600. I mean, this tribal thing is not... 500 years! This tribal thing is not a unique Japanese Mm. thing. I mean, Mm. you look at history of most countries. Britain. But 500 Mm. years does seem excessive though, Mike, doesn't it? No, not really. For For the majority of history, that's what it's like. It's on and off. It's not constant 500 years. Various clans are aligned with others, then betraying them. Mm. It's very much sort of the Game of Thrones of Japan. There's a lot of backstabbing. But it takes 500 years to go out. like, all right, you win, it's you. Pretty or did yeah. they call it a no-score draw? No, one guy did win and then his Fuck dynasty me. lasted. It came from tribes, guys. This is the way it's always been until modern times. Yeah. Until the Industrial Revolution, to be fair. Well, no, the tribal system in Britain sort of went when, when you had like Alfred the Great and his descendants who kind of unified England into one tribe as such because he was the Kingdom of Wessex, you had the Mercians, you had the Northumberland. We still had the Vikings invading in the Middle Ages, didn't we? We did, but England was a country at the time, although still there was certain... Well, I think it's regional rivalries never leave us. We're the Midlands. Who don't we like? The East Midlands... We're the West Midlands, and the East Midlands. Yorkshire don't yeah. like Lancashire. you just got football rivals now, haven't you? It's, it's that's what, yeah, but that's where it's that. become down. It's yeah. come down to territorial lines. And football is clan, clanmanship, isn't yeah. it? You, you know, you, you're this clan or that clan. I don't like you. It arcs back to our time. Yeah, the tribes, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, we like to belong to something. Yeah. Be part of a tribe. Marvel or DC. Yeah. I'm both. Mm. Definitely DC. For me. Stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I said something. Gaz is more a Marvel fan. Are you more Marvel? Yeah, because I'm not a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I like the darker side of it. I enjoy not all DC, but Watchmen, V for Vendetta, yeah, uh, Batman. Uh, That's all okay. the dark stuff. Yeah. Uh, but Marvel, I do like the Cap and the Punisher is one of my favourites. Like all the Marvels. All the Marvels. X-Men for me. That's, that's Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, that's yeah, only Marvel, yeah. I 
really liked. I, I, I like all the Marvel. I like Deadpool. That's Marvel. I didn't that's like, Marvel, yeah. I don't like Superman, apart from the first. No, time. I'm not a fan of Superman. I've never been a fan. I used of to Superman. like it as a kid. Mm. It was like the old films, but no, yeah. he, I just think he's a bit of a pretentious twat. Yeah, but when I'm eight, it was fucking. Oh awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. He, he had a red cape. He had a cape, man. That's all you needed when I was a kid. I used to always find it a bit daft. Good job, Jimmy Savile didn't have a cape. He did, he was part of the Ninth Circle, wasn't he? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, he was a knight, He was definitely a Satanist, so he would have worn a... Well, no, but remember, he was also a, a sir, so he was a knight. He was a knight of the realm. There you go, he would have worn one. He would have worn a cape in ceremonial duties, yeah. Pedo cape. <laughs> oh, my God, is that stitched together from the skins of dead children? Oh, God! Wow. So back to, <laughs> back to feudal Japan. You want it yeah. darker? <laughs> so, you got it. anyway, the function of the ninja. Feudal Japan. I, but we should also, it helps, we'll just briefly touch on it. So you've got all these separate warlords, and you've got your samurai, haven't you? Yeah. And your samurai were actually quite aristocratic. Aristocracy. Aristocratic. Aristocratic. Well A bit like the knights of England. Yes. It weren't, they weren't poor people that became samurai. It was like a certain class. And they had a code of honour, the Bushido, and they... Which was perverted by the Imperial Japanese in World War II. What's Bushido? Bushido is the way of the warrior. They've got a code they live by. I've heard of it. They take it very seriously, and there's a lot of honour is a big thing. Yeah. And and it was back then, it still is in Japanese society. So, they were trying to kill and do war, like, honourably, like, by a set of kind of ethics and codes. So, sneaking around... Killing people in the dark, sneaking up on them, covering your face even, are all sort of no-nos. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. dual in public. Yes, this is a, a sense uh, of ritual and decorum yeah. was observed, and they were expected to fight or duel openly, not in mm. the shadows. You you want to kill him, you meet him in the street, yeah. you have you challenge him. And also remember that samurai used to try and kill on the first strike. Mm. That, mm. When they whip the sword at the scabbard, yeah. they usually go for the neck. Uh. And it's up to the other guy to get, or to beat the, the blade. Mm. Yeah, that was the first strike. And if you dishonoured yourself, then you're... Sapukum. Stick it in yourself. Yeah. And if you're lucky, though, you had a mate who, after you exposed your guts, mm. he would cut your head off. Yeah, it's usually done that way, yeah. yeah. There would always be someone to cut your head yeah. off, whether that but was... The kind of the point yeah. is... No surrender, as well, remember. Mm. Surrender is the most dishonourable thing you can do. It's far more honourable to say, I'm just going to kill myself or the enemy get here. And to the point of him in relation to the ninja, this, to this like sort of explanation of ninja, they were very loyal to their warlords and their masters and stuff like that. Oh, the samurai. The samurai, mm-hmm. yeah. So you're this warlord and you need something done and your best warriors, your samurai, are a bit of a hindrance in a way because... Great for the open battlefield. Yeah, but they won't do dirty underhand shit and you might need to do some dirty underhand yeah. shit. Mightn't you? So where would you go to find to find that? You go to the poor people, yeah. right? Now the problem was that the poor people had been so repressed by the samurai who would come round and give them mm. a slap if they're not mm. doing their job, or maybe even take their daughters. Who mm. knows? That they decided they needed to learn how to defend themselves. Mm. You'd want to, wouldn't you? You would, mm. because you're like, well, all right. In the daytime. Mm. These fuckers are brave, but at night, yeah, they we 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 rule the night. Mm. Plus, you know, I think what impressed me about 
my sort of research. Because I think it's important to say as well, right at the start, for hundreds of years after the ninjas ceased to exist, for hundreds of years after that, it's like 1800s, 1900s, there's shitloads of mythology in Japan about them and spreading throughout the world. Because of their skills, the myth turns to the fact that they could shapeshift, <laughs> walk through walls, appear and disappear at will. You know, like it became mystical with only a few within only a few hundred years of them ceasing to operate. So like they had a good couple of hundred years where they were very effective and mm. like they left a lasting mark. They did, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then and then I think it's so mental. And we'll go to it at the end, but we'll go into it in a bit more detail. Then you flash forward a few more hundred years, and randomly in the late eighties to mid nineties. They become the biggest thing in Western yeah. fucking pop yeah. culture. You type in ninja to Google, mm. right, or famous ninjas, you end up with Splinter, mm. Michelangelo, Raphael, Leonardo, and Donatello. Yeah. The image, the top fucking five in the image well, search. Well, the thing is, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were created as a piss take and a spoof of all the ninja shit that was happening at the mm. time. We didn't get ninja in this country. Um, they no, called it hero, yeah, yeah. Ninja was yeah. considered too violent. But there were films, there was a studio called Canon Films, right? Now, you may know such, you may remember them from such classics as Delta Force 3. Oh, wow. And they pumped out all them sort of films, and the, the movie that tanked them, they got, like, they used to just bang out ninja films one after another. Yeah. And they did, like, American Ninja 1 to 4, American Samurai, Ninja 3, The Domination, all this stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. But they did the Masters of the Universe movie. Oh, right. Put all their money into uh, it, and it was a massive fluff. And then the, the studio <laughs> went bankrupt and disappeared. Yeah, they were banging out, and I suppose we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but we might as well do it now because we're in the flow. But we've got to blame, apparently, one historian says, for the Western obsession with ninjas. And I'd forgotten all about this the Bond film, You Only Live Twice. Uh, oh, the shit. little guy with the hat. No, he goes no. and learns some ninja he skills, doesn't he? Learns, this is the one where he's got the comic. Bowl cut and yeah. buck teeth. Yes. Right. See, they don't up, play he's it. He's in the <laughs> traditional Japanese dress and he's Japanese disguised by squinting his eyes yeah. and putting a bowl cut on. Right. But, but let's look past that. Right. But then, but, <laughs> but he teams up with this Japanese intelligence guy. Mm. The bad guy's got a volcano base mm. and he's got an army of ninjas, but they're all dressed in. Oh, are they dressed in black or are they dressed in white? Okay. No, the good guys are in black and the bad guys are in white. Uh -huh. Right? And the ninjas, like all the Japanese intelligence agents come in and Bond's all ninjaed up too. And mm. they have this big brawl with guns and swords in a, a volcano that's been hollowed out by the bad guy. I don't think I've seen that one. Well, It's awesome. And it came from the writer, or one of the writers of the movie, being a sort of historian as well and having studied Japanese folklore and stuff. Mm. He was like, oh, who are these cool uh, black pyjama ninja guys? Mm. Because um, even uh, even the the paintings that are done in like the eighteen or nineteen hundreds show them in these black pajamas and stuff, but that is literally an artist's interpretation. There is no. Uh, we'll get into it a bit later, but the most evidence suggests they're dressed a little bit like samurais, mm. like um, yeah, just normal stuff, and they would disguise themselves. But they did wear the, the black pajamas, but they would also have. Um, they wouldn't. They'd, they'd have like steel plates sewn yeah. into their. They weren't going in there unarmed mm. like the samurai who's armed like, from head to toe. I'll yeah. show you here. It's um, this was made 
1817. It's a drawing of a, an archetypal ninja, and you can see he's got the face covered, the yeah. black pajama mm -hmm. style, but that is literally an artist yeah. in 18 thingy imagining yeah. how they would have looked because he mm -hmm. knew they could hide. Yeah. So I suppose it's not a big stretch, is yeah. it, to then presume all in black, but then that gets blown up into, and when you think of a ninja, you think of Shinobi, that type of all in black. Yeah, enter Shinobi, the Metroid yeah. game. Throwing the stars, all that, but it wasn't necessarily that, which will take us neatly back to yes. the start. So, obviously, they didn't like the samurai, and most of mm. their assassinations like were against samurais. They and the were the upper class, weren't they? That's it. Constant social upheaval, political intrigue, and near constant military conflict in that it's called the Sengoku period mm. of feudal, feudal Japan. And the Sounds ninja like came into their own man. in that way mm. Mm. Um, because they were being trained. Mm. They're actually originally the first martial arts that the poor people were taught were by, by those monks in a temple in the area who practiced martial arts with utter dedication mm. and, like, you know, fine, what are some of the finest martial artists you'll ever find? But were complete pacifists and never used it. Mm. So they trained the peasants oh, around yeah. the area to use to, to fight for them, to fight for them, yeah. and protect oh, them. You like that, see? But yeah. then they, this people protecting the monks got so good and sort yeah. of a bit of a name for themselves that eventually word gets back to a warlord or somebody yeah. like, "Hey, if you do it for the monks, if I give you a couple of whatever it was back then." It might have been food if I give you some yeah. food or something. Uh, will you will you go and fight for me and fuck that guy up? Will you sneak into Ding. his um, will you sneak into his his castle and quietly mm. assassinate him? Or steal, or steal his, his uh, sword. go steal his record books or his whatever or his something yeah. his sword go steal it whatever. Yeah, we can do that. We literally train for that. We got skills. We're gymnastic, which was one of their biggest like. Selling points. Selling points yeah. They're incredibly acrobatic and gymnastic, which helps with yeah. getting into yeah. shit and over shit. In, in Aigo and Kaga, Koga, they were trained in signalling, horsemanship, military strategy, espionage, camouflage, mm. information gathering, water, Jeffrey Epstein and killing <laughs> survival and assassination. There was like four different... They actually had, maybe not ranks, but divisions, didn't they? Mm. Sort of, hang on. Where's my notes? I'm floundering. Um, well, I'll tell you a little bit more. So they had a bit of a feud with the samurai. You obviously didn't like him. But the first ninja is thought to be a guy called Prince Yamato. Not so much the fact that he learned the the arts of deception and assassination. is the fact that he basically used deception to disguise himself and defeat his enemies. Mm. One story recounts so how he disguised himself as a woman to entertain and kill two rival overlords. They were also, you've got to think of it like this, they're essentially medieval, um, is, was this medieval times? No, oh, yes, yeah, for, for Europe, although well, we're in the Renaissance yeah, yeah. at this point, Okay. so, so 1500 onwards we're, we're Renaissance. But they, so they were that period. But Japan was completely of, isolationist, remember? But they're that period's equivalent of MI5 or... Bond? The CIA, they're basically spies mm. and assassins. Yeah. yeah. Espionage and kills, hits. But I imagine you can go throughout history and you can find similar mm. yeah. civilizations well, with similar the technology sort of yeah. at the in, time. In the Crusades, you had the, well, the, word, the word assassin comes from hashashin. And there were Arabic. Yes, I remember this. Uh, the guild to... of assassins and they used to smoke hash. And then throw them off a cliff. Yeah. 
Yeah, you used to go up top of a cliff, smoke ash with them, get them stoned, and then push them off a cliff. Yeah. What a fucking arse, you bud. They'd also, they'd also <laughs> be paid in ash, because yeah. they used to smoke. Well, like but they were, um, they were highly trained assassins. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you've all, that's where the word assassin comes from, hash-ashing. Yep. Weed, yeah. weirdly, having killed a lot of people. <laughs> I got Inadvertently. paid. Inadvertently. I moved to bed for somebody the other day and got paid in weed. Well, that's that's it. it was probably the best ten bag I've ever smoked in my life. But it wasn't, but it was just uh, the fact that I didn't feel like I did anything. All I did was <laughs> like lift a bed onto a van, drove somewhere, lifted it off, and then there was this weed that I didn't pay for. Well, that would the best beer. It just, is the one you never paid for. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, I just felt really smug and happy. I don't even think it was that strong, but I just sat at home and like, oh, I wish my van was my van and it was empty and I could just. I, I just realised my dream, boys. You'll be a, a, I just want to be a man, a man with, a van. with van. If you've got one too, we could be men with Ben. <laughs> men with Ben? That's right, it's a line from Peep Show. I can't, I can't take credit for that one. We'll both get one and we'll be men with Ben. <laughs> but yeah, that's my dream. That's ultimate freedom. Work as much or as little as I want. I sound like you. <laughs> I'll be printing my food out of my magical hippie 3D printing. Hey, that'll be soon, mate. <laughs> Tell you, uh, 3D printer change everything, mate. It will. The RAF 3D printer. Yeah, I know because I follow this guy on Twitter. He makes guns out of them because he thinks like it will help them fight the government when they take their real guns. He makes yeah. fully automatic plastic weapons. <laughs> but imagine everything the same and just needing the, the you can just print the, the components on. Mike, we are not going to derail oh the coolest <laughs> subject in the world, ninjas, with your utopian economical paradise. I'm sorry. Right. It's for time. another week. Well, let's go to right. some... Uh, well, so the, the ninja clans, obviously, the most famous yes. are the Iger and Kaga. They produce the best. And on Shogun Total War, they're plus one valour. If you produce a ninja in those regions... That means nothing to all the normal people. Uh, it's it? a great computer game. It's old now, but get the Warlord edition because you get a, a Mongol invasion uh, <laughs> game to play. It's awesome. I don't think you can say that anymore. You can because they're Mongols. They're, Mong they're, they're the Mong Mongol Empire. Ooh, stop it, man. We're going to get banned. <laughs> drop M -bombs. It was Kublai Khan and his mob. You can't fucking drop M bombs. <laughs> I can. It's historical. You can't say mom. <laughs> Alright, well, let's go to some of the most famous ninja. We're PC Can you read the, uh, the article, please, Mike? What was his name? PC Retard. <laughs> A mole at me for an M-bomb? I didn't say M-bomb. We cut all the N-bombs out. No, you said an R-bomb. <laughs> I said an M-bomb. Sorry. Go on, tell me about your ninja, man. Right, um, up, 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 up. number 10. <laughs> Kido Yazaman. Kido Yasman was an Iger ninja born in 1539. He was a master with the um, Tangishima arquebus, which is an old musket, basically. Uh, Tanigashima. A type of matchlock rifle. Wouldn't that be considered um, dishonourable? Yeah, they don't care about honour. They're ninjas. Of course, they're ninjas. They're they were samurais. Honor. That's it. Exactly. Uh, the fact that the arquebus... <laughs> they would sneak up to a samurai and shoot him in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The fact that the arquebus was his weapon of choice would suggest that uh, Yazaman was an expert with explosives and specialised in tepo-jitsu, a subcategory of uh, katanu-jitsu or fire techniques. So this guy is just oh, fucking V. Throwing fireballs. Hmm? Oh, are you good? <laughs> I guess knows how to set bombs I off. I Pretty awesome if they were throwing fireballs though, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Doing that spinning kick when he goes, Tetsu, 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 Tomo Sukasada. Hmm. He was a uh, master ninja of the Kaga clan and the head of the uh, Tomo Rai tradition. In 1562, Tagawa Lisu, working for the uh, No Buganga. <laughs> I told you I was going to massacre pronunciation. Nobunaga. Yeah. You will not. <laughs> he was mopping up the remainders of the Imagawa clan who'd hold up in a castle. Uh, taking the castle was going to be difficult, especially since they'd uh, taken some of the family as hostage, the, the enemy's family. So to make to make sure he got in, he hired 80 ninjas, infiltrated the castle, and then basically got in, set the towers on fire, and killed 200 of the garrison, including the general. Wow. That's pretty badass. Do you know one of my favourite uses of ninjas that I learnt about? This is pretty badass. For mind games, yeah, you could send a really good ninja into a castle overnight. They could climb up the poles, steal the enemy's flag, escape with it, and then you would raise it at your camp no way. for the morning. That's awesome. They'd all wake up <laughs> in the morning and go, "What the?" F-? And it's just a little, little freak of mine, little head yeah. fuck. Yeah, hey, we could have got in last night. We, we well, didn't... we did. We could have took. Well, we could well, have anything. He could have opened the gate and let everybody in. Have you didn't... got stuff in your notes. Just took your flag. Would it come up later? I was fascinated to learn that then a lot of castle designs were built sort of anti-sneaking. Yeah, yeah, they were, yeah. They were like lots of, basically were built so there were no cubby holes and you could yeah. see down everywhere. And they even had elevated flooring yeah. that would crunch and jingle. They'd have cool. bells underneath or things that crunched. So you could hear people coming down corridors. I guess because kings were just so paranoid about getting yeah, cool. stabbed in the night and well, stuff. That's, that's, you got to remember though, if you're the... The head guy, you've mm. got to know that not only your kids want your job, but everyone also wants you dead. Some, some fucking, <laughs> some of your senior dudes think they can do a better job than you. But even your and chef wants you dead. Everyone yeah. wants you dead. I'd be paranoid as shit. Yeah, we've well, got to pay the people who make the food really well, mm. haven't you? It's lonely at the top, isn't it? Mm. It is. But your family want your job. The top guys want your job. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh and shit. To top so, it all off, there's fucking. Professional sneaky stabby yeah, men. There's professional sneaky <laughs> bastards who go in quite happily go in uh, and just maybe steal your sleep. banner, maybe steal your sword, mm. or just stab you in the face while you sleep. I bet the samurai hated them, didn't they? Mm. Dirty bastards mm. covering their faces, sneaking. That's why in. the samurai would always kill them outright. Yeah. If they had a captured ninja, kill him. Yeah. Right, so now, uh, let's go to uh, Mokizuki. Chiyomi? Yeah? Sorry, yeah? I'm not laughing. <laughs> well, I am, but She's not. Quite, she is quite possibly the most famous of the female ninjas. She was a noble woman, the wife of a samurai warlord. Rumoured to be originally from the Koga ninja clan. Sometime during the 16th century, her husband was away at war, and Chione was left in the care of her husband's uncle, the famed Daimo... Takeda Shingen. Takeda Shingen. He approached her and uh, gave her a mission to recruit women and train them as an underground network of female espionage operatives. Ooh. Sounds so hot. Mm. Yeah. She set up a headquarters in a village. She could crush and... my... break my neck between her thighs. You've been watching James Bond. Or <laughs> <laughs> ex-hamster, I suppose. Yeah. In all fairness, that's how I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably go quietly in my sleep actually. Drowning in clunge. Yeah, put it at about 90. Oh, 
in my next weekend. <laughs> Back to the female ninja. Does she like pizza? She doesn't. She set up a village. She recruited orphans, former prostitutes and war victims and trained 300 women in the arts of espionage, assassination and stealth. Sneaky women. This is the, the one of the most famous. Ishikawa Goemon. Oh, yeah. Him. <laughs> Although uh, neither the Aga nor the Koga would accept him as one of them, no list of real-life ninjas would ever be complete without him. Born in 1558, he was an outlaw who stole from the rich and gave Robin to the poor. Hey, Japan's legend. version of hey, Robin Hood. I liked him already. Although there is no factual verification according to legend, he was originally an apprentice of the Aiga before becoming a runaway ninja. He became the leader of a group of bandits and continually robbed rich feudal lords, clerics and merchants who would share and would share that wealth with the oppressed peasants. He's a little runaway. song would be like 80s synth pop it would pop. yeah it's kind of fucking the dodgy it. sort of 80s for you sadly the 2018 remake would feature baby metal well one yeah, of my favourite well they're not one of my favourite bands but they're a band oh, baby of, metal no no they're a band <laughs> I really like they're called Shonen Knife and they're a female like punk pop band from Japan I've heard of them Kurt yeah. Cobain was a fan mm. of them yeah, their lyrics are incredible it's stuff like it's like pretty rocking like Proper punk, and like the lyrics are like, big, big, big cat. And they sing about popcorn. <laughs> the interesting thing about Robin Hood chap there is that he was assassin- He was killed by being thrown into a pot of boiling water, Ooh. and allegedly held his son above his head while he boiled to death. Ooh. Idiot! <laughs> Should have used the son's body to. As a stepladder, he should have really. To get himself out. <laughs> but he's Robin Hood. Robin Hood wouldn't do that. Ah, oh, survival of the fittest, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's still getting burned. Father, no. <laughs> and fight your way out the village like a real hero. Well, if that's the way you do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one is a uh, Fuma Kataro. Uh, the Fuma clan is unique among ninjas as it developed independently from the Aiga and Kaga in service of the Hojo clan. Fuma Kataro was born in the clan's fifth generation and he's the most famous. He was in a band of 200 battle destructors working as brigands, pirates and thieves in service of the Hojo. Yeah, he was a bit of badass though. Mm-hmm. Kato Danzo. He's joined them eyebrows on. <laughs> this is the guy that basically gave the ninjas their um, mystic powers mm. that uh, come mm. through legend because they reckon he was a hypnotist. Well, right. And he... He was either Darren Brown of his time. Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. He was an illusionist who many believe is an actual sorcerer. His tricks include swallowing a, a bull in front of crowds, causing seeds to sprout and flower the instant they were thrown <laughs> away, and even flying... That's so just reckon, that thing where you stand like that and you 
You know what I mean? Where you raise one leg. Put like, <laughs> your arms out. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. You know, kids used to but do that. But they reckon cool. he was a master of hypnosis. What? Look into the eyes, not around the eyes. <laughs> I'm flying, I'm flying. Look into the eyes, not around the eyes, I'm flying. Well, but it's not very sort of espionage, is it? Sneaking in, you do all that sneaking into the castle, past the guards, you get to the king's bedroom, then you've got to wake him up. No, don't scream. Just look into my eyes. It's a, it's a big gamble. Well, no, because then you just do the old stabby thing. I was going to say, just stab him, don't hypnotise him. He, he was All saying, I'm saying is, it's yeah. a bit useless in ninja. He could have had a sideshow business. I think that's what he was. I think he was a bit right. of both. He was a bit Did of a... he see himself as a bit of a Jesus He type. was a bit of a down... Yeah, but see, you get cornered, there's no way mm. out. You hypnotise a couple of guards. Anyway, I don't know. think it's as easy as just going, <laughs> like, three, two, one, sleep. I think, you know, you've got to, like... You've got to get a pocket watch out. And, like, it could be, like... No, the, just stick with me, trust me. Yeah. The yeah, he prepares them, he, yeah, but it doesn't No, he happen. doesn't. I see him go to a ticket booth and he, he's lost it on a race, on a horse race, yeah. He goes to the woman and she's gone, oh... You saw it with your oh, own eyes or did you see it on a television well, on TV, program? Obviously. Right. It could have okay, been, things it could continue. have been planned, but he said it right. wasn't. Mm. And, well, they always put up no stooges or paid actors were used in yeah. this. And she goes, oh, uh, I'm sorry, this is a no winner. And she goes, and he's like, he just basically is a Jedi mind. Do his look again, you'll find it's a winner. Mm. She looks again, oh, yeah, yeah sorry. And it, it that's not the same as though somebody trying to stab you in a, yeah, when you're in a foreign castle and you're like, no, actually, you don't want to stab me. <laughs> 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 that's it, if you can I do think that. it's better to just go, ah, stab me, fucking you cunt. Rather than to back into a corner and go, look, really, really, no, no, seriously, no, you don't want to kill me, it's not me, no, 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 I'm one of you, I live here. But actually saying that, the sneaky fuckers used to, these Mm. old ninjas, wear the opponent's battle gear. Yeah, they would, yeah, yeah. Dress up like the enemy and just, like, sneak up behind them and just start stabbing people and cause mass confusion, (laughs) then leg it, and then the actual army who'd employed the ninja would come into the confusion and just... Fucking map up. In my 40k Imperial Guard army, I've got an assassin, did exactly that same thing. Uh, Why does everything come back to PC games with you two? It was like me and wrestling. It's a tabletop battle game. Oh shit, that's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I thought of you today. I was going to buy you a gift, but it was way too fucking expensive. I couldn't believe how expensive it was. I saw it in two different shops. They're selling Risk. And I was like, I'm gonna get Ben to go full rimmer and buy him risk. Yeah. Fucking thirty-five quid. He's got it on. The, he's got it on his phone now. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played it for ages. Please Stop. don't read me your risk diaries. <laughs> he threw a six and a three. It's not very good. I got me into a good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very good. I've I've got it on my phone still. I'm, I've, I tried it like three times. Okay. And it wasn't very good. Okay. Now I play the same game that Mike plays, which is probably even more nerdy. What's that? Realm War, uh, War Age of Sigma, Warhammer. See, I now haven't got you the attention. Now to play cards and uh, produce yeah, spells. It's strategy, yeah. strategy but I it's... haven't got the attention span for strategy <laughs> or the intelligence. <laughs> but I do respect those games. They are some of the best games. They've got the most depth and thought. Yeah, this is one of the best games I've ever played. Mm. It's fucking addictive. I do appreciate it. It's not for me. There's a really cool feature <coughs> where you can um, like select a character that you're using mm. and press the AR button. And view it on a on a table through the phone's camera, so it springs okay. up into three D, and you can move the camera around to survey the battlefield. No, no, to survey the character. You, you can oh. do a battle like that, but Mike's phone mm. isn't up to date enough. Wow. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hit a new kick my ass. Hey, I'm, I'm a nerd. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, That's man. It. 
Right, so the last one I've got on the list is uh, Hattori Hanzo. Hattori Hanzo is probably the most famous of ninja of all. Most famous ninja of all. <laughs> Fuck off, that's uh, Michelangelo. And samurai in the service of the Tokugawa clan and was a major driving force in, in that guy in, in Tokugawa, Lisu, becoming the shogun and ruler of all Japan. First distinguished himself in battles of the 1570s, his most famous act came in 1582 when Oda Nobunga was killed following the betrayal of one of his vassals. He was basically thrust into a highly dangerous position in close proximity to him and stabbed him and then did a runner. Clearing the way for his daimo to become the top dude, the shogun. Mm. They're good, them ninjas. They are, they're pretty tasty. So I've got a few of their weapons they use, and they never went up. Remember, there's always going to be dispute with this, as we discussed off air. Yeah. I say I found out that shurikens were used. Yeah, isn't that also like an umbrella term for stuff you chuck? Um, more, yeah, there was, there was several types. There were the traditional the knife. There, were the, there was a knife, which I've got later on, which they used, mm. used to climbing as well. So, mm. so it's like, well... Ninja stars. Ninja stars. But, but there was there was like two starred ones, two spiked mm. ones, four spiked ones, eight spiked ones. Mm. Ones that had three spikes coming out at different angles. These things were thrown, and let's face it, if you're trying to escape, you can just lob something that's got a spike on it at somebody. Probably a good idea. I don't know, man. If you think about it, I don't know, I suppose, yeah, it would be if you if you really, really practised for hours and hours and hours. And these guys did, they started and when they were just, kids, didn't mm. they? I mean, they, they were like well, eight years old as I learned this. And company. in the movie American Ninja, he has like a belt buckle that's a ninja star that he takes up. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> whips it somewhere. You probably just sold me on that film, despite that piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> the Ninja Sword. Short and not as curved as a samurai's katana, also called ninjutsu. Katana is kind of a catch-all term for Japanese swords, but we're still not quite sure whether the ninjutsu, mm. uh, ninjata, sorry, was um, a made-up term later on in the mythology of it, but it was a shorter sword, mm. because you don't want to be a samurai sword. Close combat, is Well, yeah, but yeah, the katana is under sort of slash, so you need bigger strokes if you're in an alleyway or somewhere in clothes, you want a shorter stabby sword. Mm. Uh, also disguised as a walking saw... stick for when the ninja yeah. are like, oh, I'll just be a beggar with a walking <laughs> stick. Yeah, they had... And this samurai's walking past me and next thing you know, yeah. I've pulled the sword out and stabbed him in the back. They had farmyard yeah. tools disguised yeah. that were like mm. covert weapons. But with the sword as well, because one of the ones I watched, it said they had the same sword as a samurai, long straight thingy. They just carried it different, because the samurai would have it on his side, yeah. Because you know, you, he has three jewel, on his hip, but he they'd have a, it on a their long back. sword, a medium sword, and a dagger. Mm. Mm. But the ninja would carry it on his back, an obvious sign that he's not a samurai, and also because it'd be easier to climb up shit, I imagine, I yeah. suppose. And they would use it. This is all theory on the thing I was watching, but they've theorised that like you could use the hilt. You could like climb up to his face, and if there was no foothold, like lean it against something, and then stand on the hilt. Yeah. To get up to reach something, mm. reach back down. The scabbard is also very useful. For a cup, have I said that right? Yeah. The thing. Yeah. Scabbard, yeah. For testing stuff, poking around, breathing out of. 
Yeah, they used to use them as um, as mm. like snorkels. Yeah, and what did we? It was our fair we did, wasn't it? They packed some shit in the top of the near the hilt, right? Yeah. Combination of iron filings and oh, other anything shit that can irritate it, right? your eyes. That's... So yeah. on that initial drawing of the sword, all that shit flies out into your opponent, sort of startle them just for a second, enough for you to then give them the the killing blow. And when you draw, Sneaky. when you draw a, a Japanese sword, mm. the first strike when you draw is also a strike. So mm. you pull it out and you go for the neck immediately. So, so you, as a ninja, you whipping your sword out. All of a sudden, that stuff's got in that dude's eyes. Straight across the throat. Jobs are good. Then up over the wall. Yeah, out you go. Then you have the uh, kusigama, which is a sickle with one hand connected on a chain. Yeah. to await and remember that because Pretty these are peasants sick. they started off as peasants a lot mm. of their weapons were developed from farming tools because mm. it was yeah. stuff you could have to hand we were looking at a picture of one earlier and they looked pretty brutal yeah basically you can swing yeah. the you grab the handle of the, yeah. the side so it's facing swing the ball around give him a slack mm. when he's disorientated ball back in side in your hand straight through the chest through the neck whatever use disarm as well you could take a samurai's sword off him if you get the weight and the chain wrapped around the sword sword out of his hand self defence dripping and like I say it was a farming tool this is one of, also one of the most barring the sword their most famous one you remember every martial arts film or anything where like they'll go through a dude there's a guy with a sword you'll go through several ones and it'll come across some dude with this swingy chain thing mm. pretty much in every martial mm. arts film and nunchucks and nunchucks a lot of nunchucks basically come from this mm. yeah um, you got the coonie which is a short dagger like a punch dagger you'd hold it in in your hand mm. right in into the neck and all that but also had a, a ring at the base so you could stick it into the mortar of a castle wall you're climbing and your mates come behind you loop the rope through for him uh. bring it back down the climbing tool and a, and a stabby thing. And they carried drills and shit as well. They had like um, these fantastic tools. knuckle dusters mm. with spikes on they would use to punch their way through the mortar mm. and haul themselves up. It's like Wolverine. A bit like that, yeah. Not that long, but yeah, yeah. And of course they used to... Oh, so like, could punch them in the fucking head with it. Yeah, that's it. It's a double mm. thing. Also, they used to be experts in these grappling hooks, things like that. And these daggers were used for the same. Throw them up. Mm. Dig in or catch under something. Off you go. Uh, the blowgun as well. Mm. Shaped like a music pipe. Could be played as one. All you had to do was rotate the end, which would uh, put a sheet of paper over the music holes where he's doing, I don't know what they're mm. called, you know, where you do the, the fingers. Ben's frantically waving his fingers yeah, around. Yeah, doing jazz hands. Like frantic. he's tickling a giant <laughs> penis. <laughs> tempting it in. <laughs> so you roll that paper, right. then it's a blowgun, and you fire a steel needle into them mm-hmm. from behind. And then, then serenade into them. And then, and then back to the... And then back no one knows you did it. That's it, yeah. you're on the streets, some yeah. guy, top guy yeah. comes along, a steel needle into the back of his head, ten metre range... And then back to just turn the handle. Oh, back to the, who did that? Who did that? Oh, it wasn't me. I said Which cunt did that? <laughs> yeah, it was him. That? It was him there. <laughs> who threw that fucking ninja star? 
He was like, they were like Hannibal from the A-Team. They'd literally be dressed as an old lady in a busy courtyard of a castle, yeah. like you say. You know, stab it, because apparently they were masters of poisons. and Yeah, yeah, as well, yeah. So they'd maybe stab some bit of chemical mm. warfare. Stab an important dude. That's it. Tiny and prick is dead. The... <laughs> <laughs> is, that... is that the name of your autobiography? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna come back to that. Fantastic. That's the Mike Martin story. <laughs> Tiny prick, and now he's dead. <laughs> It wasn't, but it is now. (laughs) (laughs) We all are going to be filled with recounting tales of your championship manager exploits. That's true. Yeah. Look, back to the ninja disguised as a little old lady who gave it. A warlord, a little yeah, prick yeah. in a busy market. And then, she, and then he died then a few hours later and no one suspects him. No one's going to yeah. say, chase, chase that little old lady and then they might be even clever and whip off into become something else. Yeah. They, I saw a picture um, online, um, one of the common things they dressed up as was this specific type of monk because it looks a bit mad. These monks literally wore giant sort of basket type masks over their heads so their head right, faces cool. are concealed uh-huh. but they're holy men and they've got a flute and they walk around is that a bit like Big Trouble in Little China yeah kind of oh, yeah. <laughs> one guy's got that basket over yeah. his head hasn't he yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah they would I love that film quite a very good film I have seen it in years actually. me then that's not since I was a teenager so they, yeah common one they would dress up as is monks that's a good one isn't it especially yeah. if it's a monk with a basket mm. on his head that's a normal occurrence yeah so, you know, and it's not the done thing to go up to a monk and pull his basket off. <laughs> <laughs> or anything else. No, don't pull off a monk. <laughs> never pull off a monk. Well, some of them probably enjoy it. Unless your life depends on it. <laughs> or unless you're a ten-year-old can, can oh, <laughs> sort of forced into it. They're not Catholic monks. Yeah, they are. Oh, Japanese guys. Yeah. Oh, there were Catholic monks in Japan. Oh, this time. They were Christians. Yeah, no, they were. Yeah. And they got killed, didn't they? They did. They were crucified. Ironically. <laughs> yeah. They got stabby stabbed. Back to the cool ass. Yeah. Ninjas. Um, the last one I've got is the um, Metsubishi uh, Ninja eggs. And right. they, uh, eggs. What size engine did it have? <laughs> the size of an egg. Uh, they like love eggs. <laughs> no. But death eggs. Death eggs. Blinding eggs. Mm. Basically, they get an eggshell and they sort of take the top off, mm. fill it with grown glass, metal filings, spices, mm. make the top sort of holding it a pickle mache. Mm. And if someone did discover you and you have on your hand, you launch it into their eyes. Yeah. Some of us are variant on the sword mm. trick. Yeah, it's basically a modern day pepper spray. Yeah. Yeah. Except you could... No, uh, sorry, an old-fashioned. Yeah, an old-fashioned. But, yeah. but what you're doing then is... There's, it's not just pepper spray. There's ground glass yeah. in these things. So you're rubbing your eyes frantically, grinding glass into your own eyes. Yeah. They also took with them... Now get that out in medieval Japan. They were in, they were geniuses, man. They were like... Oh, they were almost like ancient... Are they ancient or are they medieval? Is medieval. It yes, yeah, so, yeah. Let's say medieval SAS dudes, because like, they even worked out to take... Because they would hide in places for a long time, and they practiced this in their youth. Like, 
hiding in the roof there's mm. a particular way of, you know like holding yourself things like that so anyway they they took with them like kind of snack balls which like loads of gross sounding gross to us to mm. our modern ears ingredients but we basically pack all this shit into balls that they would conceal with them so when they were hiding they could just boom, mm. it's like a meal everything they need in one they wouldn't eat onions or garlic because they didn't want to smell Hmm. they didn't want to give away any kind of scent they wanted to be odour free uh, which is another thing Um, unless you're describing yourself as a peasant when you just slap cow shit on yourself (laughs) piss in your own face (laughs) 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 it's for the mission I swear (laughs) there you go you you sweet ass ninja outfit underneath that disguise there you go and they would essentially yeah just do go around doing pretty pretty awesome shit yeah, I mean that one battle where they're like, right, there's eighty, there's, there's this last rebel castle where eighty ninjas they go in, they Im- all of them infiltrate their way in, set the towers on fire, and then kill two hundred dudes and the warlord. Mm. That's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. they were awesome. Ninjas are great. And then it just uh, sp- dies out eventually because the need's not there. Although towards the end they were mm. being like hired out as bodyguards because who better to stop a killer than a killer yeah when did they start eating pizza in the 19 early 1990s <laughs> and late 80s this coincides this is confirmed by my research yes but again the ninja turtles were created as a piss take of daredevil really daredevil daredevil was all about ninjas at the time think mm. and here's a few things the ninja clan in Daredevil were called the hand. The hand. So yeah. the turtles, the foot. Yeah. The guy who teaches Daredevil is called stick, like stick splinter. Yeah. And the chemicals that hit Matt Murdock's eyes turned him into Daredevils. Yeah. Hit his eyes, fell into the sewers, and it's the same canister yeah. the turtles. But anyway, they were so prevalent. Ninjas were just everywhere. Late 80s to mid 90s. And it's just pretty mental. But we've added like ninja stars and vanishing smoke. And like, yeah. I don't know if they had that smoke stuff back then. I don't think they, they, they might have used a gunpowder, like yeah. a bag mm. of gunpowder. Well, they, apparently they were explosives. Yeah. They knew about well, they explosives. Were, you know, well, the Portuguese turned up in the mm. 1500s and started trading them gunpowder. Mm. It was it was a Portuguese when the Dutch got there. Mm. Do you well. know that the ninja back to pop culture just for a second? It was so prevalent as well. They went back and changed Batman's origin story yeah. slightly to mm. add his ninja training in because obviously I do love it makes that sense bit for him in the back line in uh, begins Batman, Batman, Batman begins. Batman yeah, begins. he basically goes up. You see, Batman begins or Batman begins. That's a completely different film. <laughs> it's a completely different film. Pretty sure it's in Batman. Oh, I thought you said Batman begins. <laughs> That's the porno version. Suddenly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no tiny pricks in that. <laughs> let's just, let's just, just Batman, like, well, he is a ninja. In, the, in the first films, he was just mm. Michael Keaton. Yeah. He was a billionaire, and even in the comics, he's not. Everybody starts. He's just—he's the world's greatest. I detective. think they added it to the comics around the time in the nineties. Yeah. Somebody sort of went back and showed his like, because obviously it makes sense for him to be a ninja. Yeah. He sneaks around. He's That's it. Yeah. He's like, he, he mm. is like the modern day ninja. Yeah. Climbs up ropes. <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> Wears a bat helmet. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's a totally normal dude. I tried to watch um, Batman Samurai on Netflix. Um, it was awful. I don't know if I've seen it. Have you seen the Afro Samurai? I've seen bits of it's that, yes. Good. It's awesome. I haven't seen that, no. It's quite a big... Mm. Samuel Jackson, like isn't it? Yeah, he does the voice, yeah. No way. It's pretty cool. Samurais are cool. They look cool. Oh, yeah, samurai, they're not ninjas. I keep getting yeah, but, mixed up. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't. Have you learnt nothing <laughs> no. from this very factual episode? But ninjas where, are completely different. Where at the start, we oh, clearly stated the difference between samurais and ninjas. Oh. You foolish man. <laughs> Call yourself the science officer. But certainly not the history officer. I've overtaken even me, Mr. History Mong. <gasps> you can't say that, can you? No. <laughs> um, moving on back to the ninjas am I still chief history man and you're um, my number two in that scenario go on, man. yes you could be king of the history man <laughs> some delusions of grand drinking going on <laughs> it is I don't think they ever left <laughs> well you've learned something as well this week haven't you we've all learned something your doctor <laughs> yeah <laughs> immediately and I want you to tell them how you you genuinely think you'll be the leader of the resistance after the machines take over? Well, someone's going to be. Well, yeah, I want you to explain all this to him, all your logic. All right. It's for your own good. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, so take a good break and we'll... Um, are we done with ninjas? Yeah. We all agree they're pretty fucking cool. They're awesome as shit and they always will be. Yeah. And the 90s were a better time, but awesomes... Awesomes? I mean, ninjas will always be awesome. Right. Okay, we'll finish on some weird news and we've got full Alex this week. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Okay, let's end on some weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. 20-year-old arrested for having sex with a stuffed animal at Target. I think Target's like a, an American sort of Walmart kind yeah. of place, isn't Basically it? Basically like going into a. Oh Asda. no, it was a frozen snowman? It's Olaf! Is that Olaf? Oh mm. shit. This 20 year old definitely took cuddling to a whole other level. Oh. The Florida man. <laughs> Fuck me. So always the Florida man was arrested after being caught having sex with a stuffed animal in Target. Yes, you uh, heard that right. A stuffed animal. Not just any stuffed animal, but poor Olaf from Frozen. According to witnesses, Cody Christopher, leader, took Olaf off the store shelves that have featured several characters in the Disney film, set on the ground, and then began to viciously dry hump the toy. You thought he'd chosen one of the, well, one of the ladies, maybe, rather than a snowman. Read what he did next. The police report stated Mida then ejaculated wow. on the Olaf doll oh, and God. decided to nonchalantly put it back on the shelf before he picked up another victim. This time it was a large unicorn stuffed animal and then began to have sex with it as well. Imagine the kid got you. Mommy, mommy, why is Olaf melting? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> why, has he got radioactive spunk? No, he'll have white stuff dripping off him, won't he? <laughs> and he's a snowman. Uh. Come on, Ben. 
<laughs> his, his spunk's not literally melting. Well, that's not a spunk melting. So serious. Is he spunk? That's a spunk. Is he half seen no more? Maybe. He looks like you. I've seen him. He looks weird. Look at he his does face. Look weird. Uh, fuck me. Right. Look at that face. Yeah, he looks like my nephew. Does he? No, it's just because he's got long hair as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm just impressed, the dirty bastard. He, so he ejaculated. That's normally when the shame kicks in. Yeah, like, we've been so I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I better get out of here. I'm a filth. I'm, oh, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an animal. But no, instead he went. You know what? Unicorn I'm gonna have that it. fucking unicorn too. Come Are here. Are you laughing at me? Are you laughing at me? Come here, I you horny bitch. <laughs> oh well. Oh man. So the police obviously got there in a matter of seconds and quickly took him into custody. Mina uh, reportedly told authorities that he was just doing quote stupid stuff <laughs> and admitted no. to the se- sexual assault. He was arrested and charged with criminal mischief. As for Paul Olaf and the unicorn stuffed animals, they were removed from the store and destroyed. Imagine Um, that episode of Toy Story. (laughs) Mina's father stated that the kid had history of this type of behaviour, but had no prior criminal cases. Wow. Wow. I think he's lucky he only got criminal mischief. Shouldn't he be on the sex Mm. offenders register? For whipping it out and wanking it off mm-hmm. in public. I suppose it depends who saw him. toys. Yeah, yeah, in a shop where there probably was kids somewhere yeah. in the shop. Cunt. Well, if they're going to be anywhere, it's the toy department. Oh, time to the train tracks. <laughs> Fire him into the sun. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Stuff an Olaf down his throat so he can't breathe. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Or some counselling. So you're advocating <laughs> the death penalty. Which one the counselling first? Oh, if we must. <laughs> Are you advocating the death penalty for people who have sex with stuffed toys in public? You know what, Ben? I think I am. Yeah. I think I think that's what I'm doing, yeah. Alright, okay. Mike, you right thoughts on that? It's his right to believe what he wants to Well, only in a darkly, comically, sadistically violent way. <laughs> because okay. of the poor death that that innocent Olaf had to suffer... Probably thrown in an incinerator, covered mm. in a stranger's spat, when he should have lived a life being loved by a young that's child. That's true. That's true. You know I mean? After he was heartlessly stitched together by a Taiwanese slave labourer. You don't know it was heartlessly. They might take pride in their work. Don't judge. I am judging. You don't know. Sweatshop looking. You don't working. know. They might be very grateful for the twenty-four hour shifts. <laughs> They're grateful for the suicide nets as well. Yeah, they're grateful for that. No, that's not in the factories. That's at the like Apple. Mm. Mm. You think Taiwanese factories have suicide nets? They've just got a broom. (laughs) (laughs) A broom with someone giving birth. They just put the baby on the sofa. They just sweep up the mess. Yeah. But hey, I bought these jogging bottoms for five fucking pounds today from Primark and the thought did cross my mind has anyone stitched help me into the suits no, <laughs> no if they did they'd be on eBay <laughs> three quid. and I would profit further from this person's misery you got to love the system Mike mm. oh it's lovely isn't it I've told you I circumvent it uh, I buy what? second hand um, stops it going to waste and 
you know. Okay. Isn't directly from. All right. Wait, Does that mean wait that wait you're luxury coming as future or sharing clothes? No, because we've made. You know, like we got the we got the no, shop. No. I don't know what happened, but someone's no. worn it already. No, we're not going into that. Go on. No, back no, to the spunky Olaf. Right, well, we're done no. with spunky okay. Olaf. Okay, we're done with spunky Olaf. Man was drunk every day after antibiotics made his stomach turn carbs into alcohol. That's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> they started off with what a nightmare. That doesn't sound right. I get no. drunk every day by uh, choice. Well, a couple of jack potatoes and you smashed. Welcome <laughs> to my world, you pussy. Suck it up. <laughs> a 46-year-old American man who otherwise is remaining anonymous took some antibi- antibiotics after a thumb injury to prevent infection and the medicine changed the chemistry in his stomach so that every time he ate carbs, the food got turned into alcohol and he got drunk. He wow. had no idea for years. Sure, years? This- mm-hmm. Apparently. Potatoes have this effect on so me. So he, he goes to a restaurant with his family, mm-hmm. eats fries. And a glass and is a bitch. He's, <laughs> he's fucking, he can't drive anymore and he's fucking falling away. He's only drank Coke. He's only drank water. I mean, come on. The man was constantly in a fog, forgetful, pissed off, depressed, hungover. <laughs> and though the story doesn't say this, it feels safe to assume we can throw... Usually horny for pretty much anything in there too. So was that my life? <laughs> it all came to a head when the man was pulled over one morning and arrested for a DUI. His blood alcohol level was consistent with what a person's BAC would be after drinking 10 alcoholic beverages. That's a blood alcohol content BAC. Mm. Wow. Finally, they tested his poop. Had him eat some carbs, took his BAC again, and figured out he had what is called auto-brewery syndrome. Wow. <laughs> wow. How do I get auto-brewery syndrome? You don't need it, you drink every day. I don't. <laughs> okay, I'll take it back, it's a joke. beers all week. This is all thanks to taking the antibiotic cephalaxin. Just buy that, Ben, and yeah. test it. Hope I have auto-brewery syndrome. And that resulted in a change in his gastrointestinal microbiome Allowing fungal overgrowth. Wow, that doesn't sound oh. good though. I'd still rather just buy a can of beer. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'll eat a drink of a cheese when I'm smashed. Choose when I'm pissed. Yeah. Right. Well, unlucky, mate. Oh. Why is he holding a baguette in the picture? Oh, carbs, carbs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For the listener, there's a picture of a man with his head on the bar and he has a baguette in his hand. Blatantly <laughs> 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 photoshopped. Yeah. <laughs> But still, I, I love baguettes. I'm going to eat a baguette and get smashed. Fair <laughs> <laughs> Love a baguette. Right. Last one's for you, guys. Oh, <laughs> it's trying to trigger him. Conspiracy theorists claim that Greta Thunberg is a time traveller from 1898. Wow. I would explain a lack of manners. <laughs> They meant to have more manners back then. It doesn't work. No, they were fucking heathens. <laughs> they were outdoor people. There's the picture we can see. Um, uh, looks like it. It does. Gotta give them that. Striking resemblance, if the picture is indeed genuine. That's true. A number of people, let's call them conspiracy theorists, claim that 16-year-old climate activist Greta Thunberg is, in actual fact, a time traveller from 121 years ago. That's because they've spotted Greta in a photograph in Canada's Yukon Territory around the turn of the 20th century. The picture was taken around 1898 and you have to admit, it really does look 
quite a lot like it. Just uh, just search Greta Time Traveller photo. Uh, I'd say... On ta- Google, I'm sure it'll probably... The old-fashioned photo, she looks 70% less cunty. <laughs> <laughs> is it the pigtails that do it for you? It makes her look more cunty? Yeah, or... I, just, I mean, I haven't heard this Or a simple peasant dress. That... It's the old, the old black and white one. She ain't lectured me yet. <laughs> Does that mean that whenever you see a picture of Greta Thunberg, in your head she lectures you? Yeah. I told her don't take it personally. She wasn't even talking to you. She was directing at the leaders of the world. What she wants to do, Mike. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get into it. No, we have to because it's the point of the article. We've got to trigger him. Oh, yeah. Go on, explain to him what she wants to do. Off she can fuck. <laughs> what do you want to do, Gaz? What's she saying to you? I don't care, I'm not listening. I've literally got, like, like, really bad for the environment, top quality luxury toilet paper stuffed into my ears going, ah! <laughs> Made in the finest Amazon rainforest trees. Yeah. Uh, make me, whatever it is you're on about. Uh. Or being wanked off by a diesel powered wanking machine. <laughs> yeah. Choking <laughs> plants, smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Greta. With a team of bush mechanics on hand and standby <laughs> so they can rig it. If it breaks down, they can rig it to still work with anything they've got to hand. With, a, with an oil fountain just spurting into the atmosphere next yeah. to me. <laughs> Clubbed seals at my feet. Oh, bur- burning an oil well. Yeah. <laughs> and you always leave your fridge and freeze the door open. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, I told you, I fucking recycle. We drive a little economic car. What more do you want from me? What more do you want from me, you time-travelling bitch? I'll tell you what the biggest... You go where you want it. <laughs> the biggest... <laughs> yes! <laughs> the biggest contribution to carbon footprint in your family? The cats. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well, they're awesome. Is that in my dog is as well? Oh, your dog, definitely. Mm. I think it's a Labrador's about the same as a uh, a Jeep or something, 4x4. Four four. No way. Well, Max is like fucking 12 stone. Yeah, like yeah yours is like a double-decker bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's more than 12 stone. He's more than 12 stone. at 13 stone. A really stone. old one. Yeah. Wow. No, your, your dog's the equivalent of like... No, he's the equivalent of a really old escort that's just got pure black smoke coming out of the back. <laughs> I don't know, just keep going down the motorway now and again. It's from the it's 70s. Pumping it? black smoke. Wow. It's like Sierra yeah. on, on, the, on the back window. Yeah. <laughs> that's the equivalent of a dog your size. Wow. Why you is that again? Because all the shit that has to get grown and killed. To, to feed them, yeah. Well, technically, it's your kids, but... <laughs> Gives a fuck about him. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. I haven't got any. I'm all right. Uh, Having a kid's the worst thing to do, apparently. For the environment. Well, you know, it distracts oh. you from the You may be stepdaddy, Gaz, but you're not mm. technically their father. I you believe know, it. You did the job, but she wants to sterilise your Greta's. So technically, that, you know... She wants to sterilise the world. She wants to suck all the joy out of it so we're all androids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's a time traveller from 1898. I did see a meme that was a picture of her and Arnold with their bikes, and it was like, here we have a picture of a time travelling, emotionless, android <laughs> robotic killing machine, and Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger. That's <laughs> <laughs> <was> pretty good. <laughs> I do enjoy this gentle ribbing of Graham, but I must admit, I agree with her. Look, look. I agree with the Again, I have to clarify my position in case anyone shits on me from a height. 
The only reason I snagger up and like to rip for a new one, I swear, is because everyone says you can't <laughs> and gets in such a shit about it. And that's the worst thing you can say to me is like, oh, she's beyond criticism. Comedy, mate, anything's up for You're you. a grown man, you can't snagger up. Oh, watch this. I'll just it's like, like pointlessly snagger up with no reasoning <laughs> behind it. It's like that Greta meme we put up. Oh, which one oh. did we do? Oh, the did one with the, um, trigger, my generation will oh, yeah. um, decide the future. Oh, yeah. And then you had, um, oh, it's, oh, what film is it from? Dirty Dozen. Dirty Dozen. It's Telly Savas Kojak yeah. in it. Yeah. He's like, your generation can't decide what sex gender it wants to be. You know, you know I've got a point. <laughs> that was yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. But, it was hilarious. But we had some people who were really triggered by yeah. that. You know, next time, someone boomers, puts, everything, we? next time someone puts OK Boomer, put... Yeah. Thirty six, uh, not boomers, damn it! Just put. It's funny because they don't know that. But next time they put OK Boomer, put OK Tide Pod Eater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, eat Tide Pod. You know, that's what all young people do, isn't it? If all old people, if anyone, if they think thirty six classifies as a boomer, they got issues. They just. We're, we're Might as well be it. to them. I know it's like at my age. They're so just thirty six. Might have been. A, might as well have been a boomer. They're just montarded. <laughs> you combining two <laughs> slurs into one there. Go <laughs> whammy. I was a fucktard personally. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Still, is Greta a time traveller? No, obviously um, not. Well, so she many, is a robot. <laughs> we do know they get sent through time. Yeah, there's only so many genes in the world. Everyone looks the like someone. The thing is, though, why would she come from the past? I look like Brian Dennehy. I guess. <laughs> why would she come from the past? To any tell bald us the guy, really? No, Hang on, wait. No, I do not look like any bald guy. Well. <laughs> Every bald guy. Does, does that mean I do it all the time. We're watching something, guys, and a bald guy comes on. I look at him oh, and go, Ben, on TV? Right. Every time. Does that mean... Get out of our pub. Does that mean I look like Jason Statham? No, not him. Well, well he's bald. No, none of the handsome bald. Oh, right. Yeah, well. Pick and choose now. <laughs> I'm buff as fuck. We're only playing. Well, I've got to talk like Timothy Spall. <laughs> you do, <laughs> Can't do ratty. <laughs> yeah, Twong. But at the same time, Twong, at the same time, I've also been called Gary Boosie. I'm so glad Sammy you didn't Lee. say glitter. Sammy Lee. I'm Brad Pitt, which I didn't mind. <laughs> no one's called you Brad Pitt. How long ago was that? Oh, about 20 years ago. 20 years ago, when you were like 17. Yeah. Was it a drunk 80-year-old lady? <laughs> I don't forget who it was now. Oh, you know, just saw Brad Pitt. I was like, I love that. Better than Timothy Spall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you me a that, when you were 17, you were Brad Pitt. No, I'm two Timothy years ago. You were too young, Timothy Spall. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good fucking progression, mate. That's all downhill. You matured. That's it. It's yeah, a fight. Brad Pitt's older than you, it still looks better. It's because he's rich. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, too many small as well. Well, you and too many small alike, but he's rich too. He's well, I'd say he's wealthy, me. not rich. I don't know, he's in the Harry Potter films, was he? Just spent yeah, a few yeah. million off them. I don't know. Anyway. No, I don't think he makes millions of films. Anyway, listen. This fucking story. Why would Greta come from the past to tell us about the fucking future? It doesn't make sense. 
and one more reason why you shouldn't listen to her because what the fuck does she know about the fucking future when she grew up fucking eating cheese from a cow's ass? I don't know what they did in the past. <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't eating cheese directly from cow's anus. That's where cheese comes from, isn't it? No. no. I'm joking, for fuck's sake. I know how to make cheese, you fuck. How the fuck did you actually, for once, you literally thought that gas thing yeah, but it cow's shit kick cheese. It only comes from the yellow cows, the cheese. Oh, yeah, okay. And the brown ones where you get brown chocolate, chocolate milk, milk, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Well, I will have you know I am smarter than your average trailer park inhabitant. Thank you very much. Sometimes I never know when you're joking. <laughs> Liam says no. Look, fuck her, anyway. Next. Right. That's Full the news. Alex. Let's finish on full Alex. Not finish on full Alex. You can let's to finish on Alex. <laughs> All over right. his red face. Remember, one baldy to another. He's got more hair than me. You do look a bit. I'm a you're thinner than him. Chiseled man. You're thinner than him. You're a lot thinner than him. I'm a golden god. God damn it. Again, remember what we talked about at the start. <laughs> Delusions, grandeur. I am a golden god. Oh. It's good that you feel that way. It is good. Honestly, it's good for your mental health, I think. Anyway, do you want to explain the game show? Bench pressing 95 kilograms, guys. That's very impressive, I'm sure. Now, <laughs> would you like That's to like introduce... 15 stone. Oh God, we've touched a nerve. <laughs> yeah. Look, you're very chiselled. Thank you. You're a golden god. Yes. You make... Remember the warlord from 1990s WWF? Yeah. You make him look like a fucking a bag of wet spaghetti. Nice. Thank you. Feeling better now? Yeah, great. Okay. All right. Explain the game show, Alex. (laughs) This is our favourite game show. Basically, Michael will find us a couple of random weirdos on the internet, and he will then pit them against the arch saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones. Uh, the winner is who we decide to be most full of shit this week, really, isn't it? Almost comical. Almost comical. Yeah. Because remember, it's alright to go a little bit Alex, quarter Alex, half Alex, three quarters Alex and a podcast or a train, but never, ever go full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this, eh? Don't you know I'm local? Right, who we got first, Mike? First up, we got Brendan Dilly. Oh, the alien contact team. No, no, it's not him. Oh, no, oh, this is that fucking right-wing cunt who said that every Democrat should be hung, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, well, this will piss me off. He says, you one. better start developing a stomach for death. Oh. Right. Me coming out. let's listen to Brendan fucking Dilly and his nonsensical death rant. I have news for you. You better start developing a stomach for death because you're about to see a whole shit ton of it publicly with a lot of what is going on right now. You do, you can't escape it. The f- crimes that they have been committed against the United States of America are punishable by death. And I, and I fucking firmly believe that should this Justice Department do their job to the fullest extent of the law, you will have to deal with and cope with more and more people being put to death as a result of their crimes. I'm not what? wishing for it. I'm telling you what I personally am witnessing. This is what we seem to be being led to. Develop a stomach for it. Develop a will for it. <coughs> you want to save your fucking country? This is what it's going to take. 
It's going to take you having the stomach and the spine and the fucking testicular fortitude to support the President of the United States and the Department of Justice firmly imposing the law of the land, regardless of who it is, regardless of gender, regardless of age, regardless of political class, regardless of financial standing, regardless of all the other good shit they might have done. It's my belief that in order to save the Republic, you must accept the fact that we are a nation of laws, we are governed by those laws, and they will not be fucking broken and allowed to be broken just because you're older or a woman or gay or anything else. The end. People in the chat are like, Dilly, you're sick. Hey, you're morbid. I'm not trying to be too morbid. Just letting you know, like, that's the truth. You got no choice. What are you going to do? 70% of millennials, according to a recent study, think that they'll end up voting for a socialist at some point. 70%. How do you turn that number around, America? How do you make sure that that's not real? How do you push back? How do you get that 70 down to 30 or 40? You prosecute criminals. You prosecute the people spreading communist propaganda. It's the only way. You're going to lose your fucking country. Might not be this week. Might be in 10 years. If you don't push back, if the restoration of law and order doesn't happen, you got a real problem. I love this loser country. You know who I always wanted to fight Alex? Now I want to fight him. And I will make. I want to make him tap out. Punch him in his stupid hamster face. I want to. I want to make him tap out. I, I do. Oh man, I want to fight that cunt. I hate him. I hate him with a passion. Oh, I don't know what else to say. What he doesn't understand is the seventy people that want to vote socialism are his country. That's what. It's, that's what it is. You know. Unfortunately, mate. You know, you're in the minority now. I don't think he's one hundred percent white. Um, well, it don't matter. He's a prick. Who's next? We'll discuss him at the end. We'll go through him. I think he looks a little bit Latino, personally. Could well be. So I think he's... I don't know if that's PC. Do you remember... Well... Latino. Well, maybe he is. Is maybe. he like a Latino well, Uncle Tom? I think... <laughs> you say. I think that he's got s- some me- me Mexican blood in him. I think his features. Uh, I don't think he's... As he... Do you mean his features? Have you measured his score? <laughs> yes! You know that, um, right, quick fact, right? The Nazis used to um, do phrenology. Oh, God. And you had a school shape that was um, how Aryan you were, went mm-hmm. from one to five. And the most fanatical members of the Nazi party were the guys that were borderline Aryan rather than pure Aryan, according to the Nazis, mm. with their school shape and all Have that. Have you measured your own head, then? Nope, never. Technology is a dead science, guys. Liar. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, you would say that, you've got the school sheet part of a stagecoach. <laughs> <laughs> At least I wasn't gassing Jews. Well, it was I. Well, your ancestors may have been. No, I'm uh, sadly, there's no, there's no You've German. got a very Nazi-esque head, I will say. Have I? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get off school shapes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Lee Pearson. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, I hate this cunt as well. Meet my family. Oh, yeah, Mr. Pinger King. Bitamel. Bitamel. Gunny man. Bingy man. Gunny man. Who's this cunt for one minute and 20 seconds? 
Alright, uh, Jesse Peters says Andrew Yang. I don't know who that is. Should go back to China? He's a candidate for the Democratic. Oh, is he the is he the California guy that swore his oath in on Captain America's shield rather than the Bible? I've never heard that. Oh, there's there's like some, there's some um, second generation American, second generation Chinese or Japanese American, I don't know to be fair, no disrespect to him. But basically, he said, um, like, the Bible means nothing to me. I will swear my oath, I'll put my hand mm-hmm. on a, a replica Captain America shield. Because that, that means more to me than the Bible does. Mm-hmm. The ideals of America. All I know is he's a candidate, candidate for the uh, Democratic nomination for president. And mm. He's very much behind universal basic income. Oh, yeah. I like that. That sounds like a fucking nerd. Sounds like Jesse Lee Pierce is going to hate him. He wants to give £1,000 to every US family a month. Thank you, guys. $1,000, yeah. Yeah, it's $1,000. I don't oh, see the problem. Duck. Right? Ready? Yep. There's this little Asian guy or Chinese guy, wherever he is. He should go back to China, uh, wherever he came from, Andrew Yang, and he's a Democrat who's running for president. See, you allow these people to come into our country and they come in with their socialist, communist ideas. This little guy, Asian guy, whatever he is, socialist Democrat, is uh, uh, running for president, Andrew Yang. Can we send this guy back? to wherever he came from and let him go over there and, and give away free stuff. Why is he coming here to turn America to the place that he left? I've been told that his parents are from Taiwan. So is he an anchor baby or something? More of a sick person, right? Bane about! Oh, there we go. They need to send him back to Taiwan, wherever he came from. I'm like, forward. They need to send you back to whatever Spaka factory you came from, you hey, fucking... Spaka factory? Yeah. It was fucking... I just think it's highly <laughs> ironic that a man yeah. whose ancestry is not from the United States, he's mm. calling on someone else. It's amazing. His ancestry is not from the United States. He wouldn't so, like it so if to him. So if I went to Jesse Pierce and said, hey Jesse, fuck off back to Africa, he wouldn't be too keen on that, would he? He wouldn't. No. Come on, yeah. And then he called me a beta male. Oh, and communists and socialist ideas. So, you know, he's got no problem with the police or the fire service. No. You know he wants them to be more funded. Or the army. He wants, well, he doesn't want them to be more funded, but, no, but they spend a lot of money on them anyway. No, the military is a socialist. Yeah. Idea. You don't. It isn't a private army, is it? It's no, no, it's a state's army. State run. Well, he's a fucking mong, isn't he? We know that. Yeah, Come on. You know what, guys? Yeah, he is. He's, he's intellectually a mong. fucking devoid. Alex Jones is next. Uh, is <laughs> English accent compilation. Wow. Apparently, it's funny. Let's see. So I'm not a fan of Alex. I love the man. Clinton, you are kind of you, you even so good. What are you even? Oh, God, a little rabble slave with a weapon. Disarm him, get the guards, disarm him immediately. As one of the slaves has a weapon, raise the alarm, raise it, oh, the Lord. The problem 
with the selling of guns right now, Alex, is that they're awful hard to get right now. But the rabble, you can't have the slaves and the self-having weapon. Barack the Quack has made everyone want to buy guns. He's been really good for the gun industry. Lord Obama is a sensible individual. Total disarmament of the civilian population under the Unidea in 2001, July 7th agreement to disarm all civilians for a power monopoly of the state under UN law is the only sensible system if we're going to carry out eugenics against these slaves. They're rabble scum. They need to be euthanized immediately. And how dare them not want to be slaves? How dare them not want to be in inner city reservations? How dare them not submit to us and our divine will? We're geniuses. And what Alex just said is actually factual. <laughs> Including the semi-automatic. How are we going to re-educate you to accept being euthanized? According to, according to Obama and his people, the right of the people to keep and bear flintlocks shall not be infringed. The founding fathers, as you've seen in our FEMA training videos, the police in Kansas City were terrorists against the crown. The Second Amendment is a vicious crime. Absolutely. How dare you? How dare you? I will disarm you immediately! That man! That man there laughing! Seize him! Seize him! He has, he has been rude to a lordship! Oh, the pathetic rabble. Yeah, the rabble. Uh, no. That was some funny stuff. Of course we've got to eliminate 90% of the rabble. Why do you think he poisoned the water? It's immediately needed. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that. Yeah, they're so royal, we're so lucky to have them coming here, but the rabble undoubtedly will be violent. Scum protesters. I mean, I can't believe she's in the... Plus, I thought Bilderberg didn't exist. Usually they just say, oh, there's insane people imagining the helicopters landing and the, uh, the troops. The insane schizophrenics have come to town. But instead, she's like, this rabble, huh? I'm so glad to... I thank God we're elite enough to have them, though. I'm so honored. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm shifting into my Englishness for a moment. It's for your safety. Get back there, mate. I'll have to arrest you and have you deported. We're protecting criminals inside. Busy stealing our pension funds and overrunning the country with third world populations. Now get back, you Yankee scum. I'll have to show you a little bit of the power of the Royal Guard Brigade. And I know this is Scots to quaff it down. Deal with some Look at that pumpkin-headed yank. That's the one, Alex Jones. I want you to know, young man, we'll be watching you continually while we protect the transhumanists putting cancer viruses in our children's shots. <laughs> Woo! Well, well, Alex takes it for me. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. I mean, yeah. That rant he, about the eugenics was he, pretty impressive. Yeah, the, the eugenics and the cancer shots. He sounded the like Darth Vader towards the end of, of it. Kind of worked for me. Until then, he wasn't winning. Yeah. Mm. Then he did. It was winning before then. Oh, first guy. I don't rate your sleep person at all. <laughs> no, don't rate him. No. He's, he's always relegated the bottom for me immediately. So, um... You'll Sorry, never, uh, you'll <laughs> never win. I know I shouldn't laugh at it, but it's just so funny. <laughs> that's why I keep doing it. <laughs> but that's it. The thing is, Gaz, it's accurate. Well, that's how he talks. Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm an amateur impressionist. So Alex wins then. Yeah, Alex wins, yeah. Alex has got it. 
Mainly because yeah. it's for his shit English accent. It's pretty. It's just. It I say it every week. His point. ability to make shit up yeah. off the top of his head is second to none. He's a world leader in bullshit. And I it was funny. Yeah. It was a good man. accent. All it hail Alex. It wasn't a good accent. All hail Alex. But uh, Saint Alex wins this week. There you go. At least you called him Saint Alex. Well done. Well, it's the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. St. Tony, St. Ike and St. Alex. St. Tony, we must point out, is there ironically. Yeah. Well, they're all there ironically, guys. What? They're all there ironically. I put all my trust in the word of David and Alex. <laughs> Ike and Jones. The holy yeah, double act. I thought, we, I thought you knew. Some people have, like, we thought pants we, we thought and marks. You, <laughs> you know, some people have, what's his name, the one who thinks everyone wants to fuck their mum. Freud. Yeah, you know, some people have Freud, a bit of Aristotle. I've got Ike and Jones. That does explain the, the let's call it the gammoning that's gone on. Like the quickening what? from Highlander. What? You've got I haven't the, gammoned. The gammoning? I haven't gammoned at all. You're against climate change and you swallow the words of St. Ike and St. Alex? I don't swallow them. <laughs> I let them gently brush against my skin. <laughs> the gammon is a better. I am a gammon. <laughs> I'm not gammon. Because I'm not. I'm against woke PC culture. Does not make me a gammon. It makes me a normal thirty-something who's not fucking mentally unwell. Oh. Well, I am, but not in these sort of. You know, I don't know who I am kind of way. You know. What was Zenials? I'm getting older. Anyone under the age of twenty-five can, frankly, fuck off and die. I'd put him at 27, 28. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Anyway, I'm rambling. Yeah. End the fucking show. End the show. End the show. So, um, yeah, Alex wins. Ninjas are cool. Uh, Thanks for listening. I've been Ben. Don't do the flavour aid and don't join a cult. I have been Gaz. Free Biff Tannen. And good night. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Jedi cause. Fuck off.